Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to bet on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Bet Online continues to get it done as our partners and the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. From the horse racing to the golf to early futures in the NFL, all the betting and the UFC and more, go with our friends at Bet Online. All you have to do is head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V. You get the bonus, you get into the action. Jump on board with Bet Online, where the game starts. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshakes, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel. Open seven days a week. Brewerton road in north syracuse stop in today fudge the whale is waiting for you what's going on everybody paul bissonette here from the spit and chicklets podcast and now the tnt broadcast i just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ml sports platter the ml sports platter back with you all over the major platforms download subscribe leave feedback and a five-star review we are brought to you by Bowers & Company CPAs, Ken's Auto Detailing, the Al and Angus Pub, and our great friend Brian Conboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today. Advisors.massmutual.com. And, of course, he's on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. Brian Conboy can put it together no matter what the situation is in life for you. You might have a youngster going off to college. Maybe you're retiring Brian Conboy, lean on him, the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. He can be found at advisors.massmutual.com. All right, this podcast is going to be all Buffalo Bills. And I'm going to play later on uh, a crossover episode from the Breaking Tables podcast on the the, uh, Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. I was a guest on their show. They do an awesome job, Tampa Neal and company. They're just a uh, a really fun group, um, you know, obviously diehard Bills fans, but they really put together a nice show um, with just a lot of dialogue and conversation and off-the-wall type of stuff, and I really had fun with them. Uh, spent about an hour on their program a, a couple weeks back, and uh, we got into the team. We got into my career a little bit. Uh, we got into some great journalism stories and some things along the way, so uh, you're going to want to tune into that. Again, it's Breaking Tables. Make sure you go download and subscribe to their program as well as the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network all over the major platforms where podcasts are found on your smartphone device. Before we do that, I'm going to dive into my top five burning questions. Um, Not questions, top five burning topics as we approach training camp for the Buffalo Bills. And um, the first of which I have, and these are in no particular order, it's just the five things that I'm looking um, forward to seeing the most as far as how they work themselves out. Number one is Ken Dorsey as the play caller for the Buffalo Bills. We know that this team, you know, lost quite a bit in the offseason. Joe Shane goes to New York to become the general manager of the New York Football Giants. You have Brian Dable as their head coach, um, you know, different coaching changes and all the rest. And inserts Ken Dorsey, who has been there, he's been an assistant, he's been the QB coach for Josh Allen. Um, you know, a guy Allen trusts, a guy he uh, really went to bat for. Um you know, uh, in, in, in the preseason, um, and wanted him to, uh, you know, be the guy. 
and uh, voila, Ken Dorsey is the guy. I have no doubt that Ken Dorsey is going to be fine uh, in this role. The question, though, of course, is the play calling. And in training camp, he'll have an opportunity to get a head start on that, of course. you know. And uh, I'm very intrigued by really the usage <clears throat> and a couple of these things that I'm looking for still to come. So I don't want to give too much away, but... Um, you know, the usage of guys. I mean, is this a team now with Aaron Cromer as offensive line coach? Is there more zone blocking? Are there more two tight end sets? Uh, with the offensive line, hopefully this year being healthy and intact and at your right positions right out of the gate, um, you know, maybe you can do more. Um, it's going to be very intriguing to see how he uses all the receivers and the slot and the running back. Um, so keep an eye out for Ken Dorsey as a play caller, getting familiar and used to you know, calling plays um, in practice settings. Of course, I understand it's not the real thing. It's not the real games. But when you go up against the defense, there are a few things that you can still, um, you know, search for and uh, and 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 get started uh, as the, as the new play caller. So that's number one. <clears throat> number two and number three um, are, are are kind of inside that to a degree, right? The slot receiver is going to be an interesting position because you pick up Tavon Austin in the offseason, you pick up Jamison Crowder in the offseason, it's only a one-year deal. Um, you know, you still have Isaiah McKenzie, who you brought back, who's just so important to the locker room, and I think a guy who um, is such a gadget speed guy, he's such a weapon, he makes the defense kind of get back on their heels a little bit when he's in there. Allen and the players love him. Um, you can clearly tell when McKenzie is in that offense that they're a different team. Um, and so I, I think this position specifically, the usage is going to be very, very uh, interesting. And obviously, Ken Dorsey will have to figure that out. Uh, depending on the personnel that they choose, uh, a two tight end set on occasion with OJ Howard and Dawson Knox might eliminate the slot to some degree um, on certain plays. But I do expect them to use these guys quite a bit. I think it'll be a lot of Jamison Crowder and a a lot of Isaiah McKenzie. Um, I think the jet sweeps will be still in there. Uh, a lot of implementation from the Dable offense. But I think Dorsey might try to use Crowder, um, you know, in different spots. A lot of people are looking at him as, oh, well, you know, slot, 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 slot. But he could use him to the outside. You know, you could play one down where you're going three wide, four wide, and, and you could have Davis, Gabriel Davis, you know, on the inside um, and, and, and send Jamison Crowder uh, out you know, and, and send Stefan Diggs, uh, the other way. Um, you know, so th those two things will be fascinating to watch as well. And then, you know, y you have a revamped defensive line, which is just, you know, I mean, goodness, they, they were arguably the best defense last year in the NFL. And you basically bring back Shaq Lawson, you bring back Jordan Phillips, you draft Von Miller or, or you trade for, you know, sign Von Miller rather, um, and then, you know, you bring in Tim Settle, you bring in Daquan Jones, right? I mean, this is a beast of an offensive line. You've got A.J. Epinesa, you got Boogie Basham, you have Gregory Rousseau. Ed Oliver took a monster step last year. Um, this defensive line, I can't wait to see some of the formations and some of the things that they work on uh, in training camp. I think Von Miller will probably, uh, you know, rush the passer from both ends uh, at some point. And then you have, obviously... Um, you know, big beef in the middle, big guys who can get up, get up into the quarterback's face, stop the run, etc. who can take up a lot of space in terms of Daquan Jones 
and um, you know, and Tim Settle, uh, two guys who are well north of 300 pounds, um, you know, clogging up the middle a little bit. That's going to allow Ed Oliver. That's going to allow Shaq Lawson, Von Miller, uh, AJ Epinesa, Basham, Russo. It's going to allow these guys to do a lot. There's no doubt. Um, you know, think of an RIP Tony Siragusa, um, just recently passed the Baltimore Ravens great. Um, but think of him and Sam Adams in the Ravens defense, allowing all the other guys, Ray Lewis and company, and the defensive ends to, you know, sort of kind of freelance and do whatever they want. Um, the fifth one that I'm looking for, and and I look, I could have picked the tight end position. I could have picked, you know, uh, um, uh, really a ton of other things. But I picked the secondary for this particular reason, um, and that is. I have no doubt that Kyrie Elam is going to be, you know, a day one starter. He'll be on the opposite side, of course. But how are they going to maneuver and share reps, you know, with with everybody else? Um, you know, how at, is Saran Neal going to be used more than just the slot? Is Cam Lewis going to be a factor? Uh, Taron Johnson, we know, is a, a nickel corner. Dane Jackson should be, um, you know, in there. And, and I would expect, and, you know, the rookie Christian Benford people are raving about already. Um, I would expect healthy competition until Trey White gets back, um, you know, and, and Dane Jackson and Kyrie Elam having to take a lot of the brunt. Now, the safeties in Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer will help them out a lot. The Bills are very deep at safety. Uh, you know, you've got Jaquan Johnson, who could be a post-Jordan Poyer option down the line if they don't sign him long-term, even though I just can't imagine um, a day when the Bills don't have both Poyer and Hyde. I just love them. I think they're fantastic. Um but it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they, again, I think Kyrie Elam is a day one starter. Uh, Dane Jackson, they love. They've said a lot about him in terms of his development over the years. The Bills love to draft and develop and keep their own guys. That's what they love to do. Dane Jackson now is uh, going into year three, if you can believe that. Uh, the seventh round pick out of uh, Pittsburgh uh, is a corner who's grown. He's uh, put on some nice body mass. You know, his frame looks a little bit different. You know, five ten pounds of weight. Um, he, he's really swift and agile. He's getting more and more comfortable in the system of Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott. So I, I would go ahead and venture to say Dane Jackson, Kyrie Lim, et cetera. But there will be some competition uh, as well as we wait for Trey White to get back, which probably won't be until at least early October, um, you know, I don't see him coming back in September. I, I honestly don't see him coming back in the beginning of October. I would think this one is, you know, late Halloween. Maybe, maybe that, that Packer game at home, you know, is kind of the target type of a thing. He gets hurt on Thanksgiving last year. So uh, it's usually a nine to 10 month recovery. And then you need a little bit of time after that. So that's a year. Um, I would expect an early, my guess would be late October, early November. We see Trey white. So uh, again, if you can weather the storm and you can, you know, uh, have a really nice, uh, you know, a really nice record um, in position to win the AFC East, in position to try and get home field advantage. Um, by the time that Packer game rolls around in October, maybe it's in November, maybe it's maybe it's in November, uh, you know, after the Cleveland game, you know, and, and you've got them for Thanksgiving again, although maybe that'd be a bad omen. But, um, you know, maybe you wait all the way through November and you just bring Trey White back for December, which the Bills, I look at their schedule and they should sweep all the games in de- December. There's no... Uh, question about it. You've got at New England, home for the Jets, home for Miami, at Chicago. They should bury all those teams. Um, 
you know, and maybe you're fighting with KC or Cincinnati, and of course that's a big one on that Monday night football, January 2nd, um, but maybe you're fighting with the Bengals or you're fighting with uh, the Colts or you're fighting with the Kansas City Chiefs or the Broncos or whomever uh, for home field advantage. Getting Trey White back for the fat, you know, last four, five, six games would be huge, and certainly the Bills don't want to rush him back as well. Uh, the ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends over at Burn Dairy. Head on over to your participating Burn Dairies in and around Central New York. You can gas up your vehicle. They have hot and cold subs and uh, pizza uh, for lunch and dinner. And don't forget to stop on your way into work for those delicious donuts and chocolate milk and coffee. It's all at Burn Dairy, participating locations. Burn Dairy, it's all good. And a big thanks as well to Carvel of North Syracuse, MyHotTub.com, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State, and Camillus Golf Club. Go play Camillus Golf Club today since 1962, serving New York State and Central New York with some championship golf holes, awesome food and drink, and a heck of a lot more in the pro shop, all full of Under Armour gear, so make sure you head on over to Camillus Golf Club today. Well, as mentioned earlier, I was a guest on the awesome Breaking Tables podcast show on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. You, of course, know that I have my Pandemonium podcast, which airs once a week, every Wednesday, these guys asked me to come on. We had a blast for about an hour. We got into everything with, um, you know, talking about careers, talking about the Bills, Josh Allen, Super Bowl or bust. Um, all these different things uh, are, are on the table. These guys love to have fun. They have great, you know, camaraderie, uh, very gregarious dudes uh, who like to just chat Bills football and pull up the bar stool and, and have a great time. So uh, without further ado, here is my spot with breaking tables after these messages from other ML Sports Platter sponsors. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshakes, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel, open seven days a week. Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudge the Whale is waiting for you. Veronica Vaughn's one fine piece of ace. Trust me, I know from experience. It's this the mafia, you tables. know I'm rocking with the bills. It's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the bills. It's the mafia, I'm with the Buffalo Bills. It's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the bills. Who you repping? What's your team? Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Who you repping? What's your team? You know I'm repping for my team. 
No, you don't. Division runs through Buffalo. Division runs through Buffalo. Tampanil, how's it going, brother? Mike, I said the same thing. I'm doing good. Dude, it's so late. It's like past my bedtime. What is going I on know, here? I know. Nine it's o'clock it's, it's show. Dark outside. Well, when when you when you when you get a, a awesome host like uh, guest, super special guest like our, our friend that's getting to hop on here, we're gonna introduce him here any second. Uh, he's got a blue Twitter thing certificate, so you know he's got to be important, right? Uh, without further ado, let's just go ahead and get Mike on. He's he's a great cat. Hold on, a second. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Lindsley from Pondemonium Podcast and Built in Buffalo contributor. What's going on, brother? Standing stuff. I listen to you guys religiously. Um, you know, on the know. and with my ML Sports Platter show, I do a lot of crossover with the BBC. So, uh, really pumped to be here and uh, uh, just uh, uh, I'm so right. I want to enjoy the, the the summer. I really do. But mo- my goodness, am I am I literally chomping at the bit for uh, training camp to start and all the hype and the excitement? But thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, brother. I Thanks mean, for like being the- on, man. They, they could literally have underwater basket weaving contests and Josh Allen's in it. They would get millions of views. <laughs> anything we'll talk for, about it. Anything, anything, Josh Allen, or just really any Bills. Oh, Bills is doing something. Um, ladies and gents, thank you for tuning in. This is Breaking Tables. Happy Thursday, guys. Uh, it is a little later than in our normal shows. So, uh, you know, it's what we do. We, we, we look out for our guests. And I know Mike couldn't get on until 9 o'clock, and we really wanted to have you on. Uh, because you just you have a lot of good content and and what you do. Why don't you tell our viewers uh, kind of what Mike Lindsley is all about? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I graduated from St. Bonaventure University, Hugo Bonas, and just started kind of grinding right out of the shoot. You know, just part time radio in Syracuse. Eventually, found my way to Albany. Uh, caught a bad break, moved back to Central New York. You know, I've, I've hosted some shows nationally, and I just always have tried to. Um, you know, build a network of unbelievable guests. You know, I've had Bob Costas, Adrian Wojnarowski. I, I interview basically nice. Hall of Famers and Coop. You know, Eric Wood, Lorenzo Alexander, best-selling authors, Armin Katayan, Eno Connor. So that's really where I base everything. And my goal is to be a great interviewer. That's if 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 anybody says anything about me and my work, and, and there's been plenty that you know is negative, especially with social media out there. Um if anybody said one thing, hey, what's Mike Lindsley do best? I-, I would love for them to say he's an unbelievable interviewer. And I think that it just stems from conversation, building your network. Once you get one guy on, it kind of leads to the next. I want to get this guy on. I-, I-, I know somebody who can get him or her on. Um, you know, and then all nice. this, when you get Sean McDonough on and Beth Mullins and, you know, Chris LaPlock at ESPN, you know, and you had Jay Billis on in college and you kept the contact, it leads to more things, you know. Oge um, helped me out, and I just that's kind of how I build the content up. That's how I cover the bills on the uh, on the podcast shows, and uh, you know I'm just uh, I'm just I'm a grinder, man. I'm, I'm seven days a week. I've, I've been doing this for twenty years, and uh, you know I'm really really uh, honed in on the main thing being great great dialogue and amazing guests, and and I just want to be hopefully uh, a good interviewer for people to uh, to listen to. What was your most interesting guest? 
just interesting in what 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 they what they said. If they told any cool stories, like for example, we had Thomas Smith on, uh, a f- former football player, and uh, he's when he told us the story about him crashing uh, Telly's uh, uh, Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that was, was like, awesome. What you know, things like that, Mike. What what, kind of, what what's your what's your kind of craziest uh, connection? Because you know that we do that we're in, we're in the same game. Uh, we meet so many people and we hear so many things. Uh, I'd love to hear what you had uh, being in this industry as long as you have. So I'll give you I'll give you two, and they're actually both all related, um, and, and they're kind of in different ways. Really, really interesting. First, re- the first is. Um, is Lenny Dykstra. Uh, he, he was making, Sweet. yeah, he was making an appearance in Syracuse and, you know, he's obviously all, all screwed up. I mean, he rugged out and coked out and all this stuff. Um, they came on my show. I had to hit the dump button, not once, not twice, but three times. Um, oh my God. And just the swearing and the, you know, that whole kind of thing. So it was interesting and kind of like a, I don't know, kind of a sad way in a weird way. I would guys and, and again i go from Derek cheater to you know jim kelly thurman thomas all the people i named before that there's one that really stands above all the rest if you put it in the interesting category and that's the former public address announcer at yankee stadium bob shepherd awesome. um i chased him down through marty appel who i've been in touch with for about 20 years and i got in touch with his sons who was years ago when Bob was still alive, um, they booked all of his interviews. And somehow, miraculously, the, the, his son replies back, I think it was Paul Shepard, and he says, he says, yeah, Bob's good to go. Where do I call? And I, I used to host, I still host a site, pinstripepassion.com, but I used to host a show called Pinstripe Passion for WHEN when it existed in Syracuse. And I got wow. Bob Shepard on, and at the end of the interview, I said, Bob, would you be so kind? Let's just imagine that Derek Jeter has the day off. Mike Lindsley is at shortstop. Out me at Yankee Stadium. And he went, and it was just silence. And it was, you know, your attention, please, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no way. At the Yankees, the shortstop, number two, Mike Lindsley, number two. And then, this is the best part. Fast forward about a year, I have credentials to Yankee Stadium, the old one, in 2005, a series against the Mariners. My dad and I went down. We used to go all, you know, games all over the place. And um, I had a credential, so it's it's freewheeling, man. You know, you're in a locker room. You go up. If people give you your time, you get as many interviews as you want. You're in the post game. Um, you know, I'm in Tory's office, this whole sort of thing. And before the game, uh, I walked into uh, the, the down – kind of the, you know, the, the basement area, whatever you want to call it, the bowels of the old Yankee stadium and Shepard was standing there and it was right by the tunnel where the Joe DiMaggio sign hangs. You know, I want to thank the good Lord for making me a Yankee. And I said, excuse me, Bob. I said, um, I had you on my radio show. Um, I'm from Syracuse and I, I didn't even get Syracuse out of my mind or out of my mouth. And he goes, Mike Lindsley. Hi. What? <laughs> <laughs> And at that moment, guys, not only obviously I have you know a bunch of poop in my pants, but <laughs> uh, was Reggie Jackson because Reggie Jackson for a long time. By the way, I've met him; he's a prick. But he, he said for you know he, for years, it's the voice of God. It when I hear it, it's the voice of God. And at that moment, I had chills down my body. I shook his hand. I said, "Thank you so much. I admire you so much." 
thank you so much for coming out. You're welcome. And then he turned around and he just, you know, slowly did his walker thing up the tunnel. And I, I just said, wow. You know, and then I, wow. and I proceeded to interview Bernie Willis. It was, you know. But He's I, definitely on your Mount Rushmore of, of interviewers. He, Tampa yeah. Hill, who's our, I, who's our Mount, Mount, Mount Rushmore? I mean, Mark Maddox, Butch Roll. <laughs> Mark, Mark Maddox is pretty awesome. Mark Maddox is well, a, he's he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Yeah. One thing yeah. about Bob Shepard, he Derek Jeter actually recorded him announcing him. Yep. So that even after he had passed, correct, they still played um, him announcing Derek Jeter every time he went up to bats. And wow. I can, and I can tell you, I, I've interviewed Derek twice. Very, you know, very quick, you know, swift interviews. Derek doesn't give you a ton. Um, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, the, the way he's handled himself in that market and the success, it speaks for itself. Derek Jeter's literally does, he just does everything perfect. I mean, if you, if you need more evidence than baseball, ch- check out, you know, the, the list of, uh, you know, females. Um, but when you look at and you, you understand how he rolls and how he thinks and how he appreciates the pinstripes and the franchise and all that, that means something to him. He didn't just ask Shepard to do it for kicks. And- we're losing. We're losing you there, Mike. Sorry, bud. We're losing you. Would you say that again? I was just saying. I mean, it it means something to Derek Jeter. You know, he didn't just yeah. do. The, you know, say, "Oh, look at yeah. me." Giggles. He did it because it means something to him wearing that uniform and being a part of that franchise. He knows the history. He knows Bob Shepard called a game in 51 with the Yankees and Red Sox with what was it, 9, 10, 11 Hall of Famers. He knows Derek Jeter's a part of that. And um, yeah, Shepard was pretty damn cool, man. Really cool. And, and you know what? If people want to check out any of my old archive interviews, not just on the pods, they can go to pinstripepassion.com and click on interviews. They're all there. Shepard interview is there. Pete Rose is there. Uh, Kelly. Bill Poley and Tom Brokaw, they're all there. So uh, have that. Awesome. Awesome, Very dude. Cool. Absolutely. I got two questions. Sure. One's for Tapanil, one's for Mike. Tapanil, if you had media credentials, <laughs> what kind of questions would you ask, dude? <laughs> like, uh, would you dude. would you pull up? Would you pull an Epic B like Mike Vick Airport story, or would you go the opposite way? I mean, I'd probably go the opposite way. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, no, no cojones, I mean, no, man. If if they're on if they're on the show, a different story. If it's a uh, interview, like in, you know, like like a, like a press conference type thing, I, I would probably not throw out the dude. How many beers did you have? <laughs> Why not, man? That's what it's all about, bro. Just how many catching tables them did off you jump that? through? Uh, before we uh, ask the question here to Mike, guys, everybody, thanks for tuning in. I know it's late at night. Uh, this is Breaking Tables on the Built in Buffalo Network. We are all Built in Buffalo contributors. Mike Lindsley with the Pandemonium Podcast and the ML Platter. Um, guys, the, the, this is this is. I'm going to bed right after this show. I can't even rewatch the show. But go ahead, hit that like button, hit that share, and do what Tampanil always tells us. Just don't share it to a lawyer. Um, um, Bob, we appreciate you hitting, uh, not the angry button today. Good job. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Thanks for not hitting the angry button. Yeah. I know that you just, just <laughs> figured out, uh, you know, social media, but congrats brother. Um, so by the way, we, 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 we owe, we owe Mark Maddox. Uh, we're going to donate towards, we, we, we're, we're good for our word with you guys. 
paid, you know, uh, donated, we are going to match that. So thank you for doing that. And that's going to help a lot of needy uh, families out there. So good on yeah, you guys. A um, couple things I just want to announce really quick. Uh, this show is brought to you by straight out of Buffalo. Uh, if you guys are in the Tampa area, we are going to have a huge event next month, the 23rd, Butch Roll's going to be there. He's going to jam out. We're going to do a live show, Tampa Neal. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then there's going to be another show, maybe I'm hoping in August, uh, with the West Palm Beach Crazy Horse Saloon backers live show special. And even Butch Roll goes, I want to go to that one too. So <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Um, we we, we got to find a way to go live in Key West. What do you think? <laughs> that could be, I mean, especially if Larry Palmy does come down for that. That would be epic. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so, guys, thank you all for tuning in. Mike Lindsay, everybody, special guest. Mike, uh, you've been doing this quite some time. You've had some, you know, interesting, uh, some interesting guests that have different insights on things. Uh, Yankees related. You guys remember uh, Johnny Damon? Of course. Um, long story short. He went, well, then he went to Boston and then he actually, uh, I ran into him in a, in a golf retreat over the weekend, uh, one weekend. And we snuck into their party that they had. And I told him, well, cause my last name is Van Slyke. My, I told him, my, yeah, my uncle is Andy, Andy Van Slyke. Well, I mean, he's like a, like a distant cousin, you know, I met him once when I was, when I was a kid, but, uh, I was like, yeah, that's, that's my uncle, my brother, you know, might have to take a picture. My brother really likes you. And I just, I'm not a big baseball fan. I just never did it. You know, he's like, yeah, absolutely, bro. So I'm getting drunk with, with Johnny, uh, Johnny Damon. Yeah. I almost said Matt Damon. So this is Bill's podcast, ladies and gents. Mike question for you. Andy Van Slyke, fun fact, was born in Utica, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Podcast, right? But yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool to get him on. Like you just reach out to him. Hey, listen, you know Brian Vance like? Well, he does a podcast. Dude, get on Mike Lindsley's show. <laughs> Talk baseball. I, I'm not a big baseball. Guy. On the sports platter with Mike Vance like. There we go. There we go. Uh Mike, one Super Bowl. Will that completely make you forget about the 90s? Yes or no? Absolutely. Um, I think there's two things that that I, I question asked to others and i thought that you might ask me this tonight it it would for sure um but there's two two things here right i think that while there has been obviously some heartache with the 90s bills and the drought after that and all the tough losses and dealing with tom brady and all those different things okay i would tell you right now i don't know Four in a row, guys. I don't know. I don't know if I can do four in a row. But a lot of people don't really think about it this way. Some do, because I think that they're appreciating the 90s bills. Falls of Buffalo was a great 30 for 30. Um, yeah. You Amazing. know, Love and it. I wrapped around with that, too. And, and, and all I can think about is, you know, and I've got one, two, three, I got about seven, six, seven mini helmets in front of me. And, you know, I got, I got the one with Kelly and Levy and Andre, and I got a Bruce Smith. And the thing is with that, with that time from about what, nine to like 95, the Buffalo Bills were one of the top two teams, the top three teams, no more than the top four or five teams 
in the NFL every single year. Mm -hmm. I don't go through the games now on schedule, go, that's a win, that's a loss, that's a win. Yeah, that's a win, that's a loss. I go, I did that back then because I literally go, okay, Patriot, and it was just penciling and checking off things. And yeah, well, 13 and three sounds good. Home field advantage. Let's go. I mean, they were so good. They are the greatest pro sports team, in my humble opinion. And this is not biased. They are the greatest sports team professionally in history to never win a championship. I mean, I think they're, oh, better. Yeah. I think yeah. they're better than the 96 Braves. I think they're better than uh, you name a million of them in all sports. And so, um, you know, it was just such a time. So, you know, I would, re I would relive that for sure. Again, four Super Bowls. I'm not sure after the third one, I might need, you know, I might need some help, but um, to relive it, but you know what? I don't know, man. I think back to that time. I'm, I'm so lucky. I'm, I'm, I cherish everything, but by the same token, if that door would kick it, just gone through, you know, I mean, they probably don't go to three in a row. I get it, but let's be honest. We would all trade four straight. Super Bowl. I'll take it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You know, how many, you living down here in Florida. You know how many times we hear the "Oh, oh you have a Bill said for <laughs> like we've never heard that before. Oh, they say. And, they, and they they also bring up the undefeated season yep. back in '72, and they weren't even born yet or thought of yet. It's like get out of here with that shit. That's the, I'll tell you though that Super Bowl was not only an amazing Super Bowl. Uh, was in Tampa and all that. The Persian Gulf, the best national anthem to this day with Whitney Houston in that game. Unbelievable. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. One of the best voices of all time. But it would do it. Beside me. It, it, it would it would forget about the 90s for sure. In fact, I'll go a step beyond that. It would make me forget about 13 friggin' seconds. Okay? That uh... hurts me just right. And, and I want to get into this a little bit with you guys in the show and like Sean McDermott and all that stuff because I, I got... I don't know. I, I don't know about McDermott all the way. I don't. But just 13 seconds. Hold on. Hold on. You don't know about McDermott's? Okay. Penalty, five yards. Let me explain. I love Sean McDermott overall, okay? He's built the culture. He's brought in the guys. And Dean are up. Great community. Um you know, he's coached a team to multiple playoff bursts, division titles. They've knocked on the door to get to the Super Bowl. All those things are great. But there's also part of me still concerned because he's still a guy who he struggles with clocking game management. He tried to shove the run game down Dable's throat last year when Singletary wasn't Singletary yet. And the offensive line, the personnel wasn't right. They weren't in the right position yet. And they weren't healthy. Um, and, and he started Nathan Peterman at quarterback at one point. Okay. I mean, come on now. Look, he's done some great things. What was wrong with Nathan Peterman? He was like, did he like get a bunch of touchdowns only on a few? Oh no, it was the opposite team touchdown. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah. I was going to say, I, you might've seen a practice. Um, <laughs> he did a YouTube video though. He did a fucking YouTube video. Oh, please send me, please send me that shit. Um, <laughs> for all I like, Sean, there's with all those things, the defensive-minded thing, the clock management he's gotten better at and all the rest, but the 13 seconds thing is on McDermott. If anybody believes that it's on anybody else more than Sean McDermott, they're crazy, and here's why. Why are you running? And listen, I defend everybody. So, oh, it's Leslie Frazier's defense, and you know McDermott is the, the, the free run whatever he wants. That's fine. Um, I understand all that. But McDermott's the CEO of the team. He can override anything at any time. He's the head coach. 
So at 13 seconds, you have three Hall of Famers, Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey. You have a prevent defense running out to the boundaries without your, your number one corner in Trey White. With three timeouts, bro. <laughs> two timeouts. And, two. And, was it two or three? No, I think it was three. They used it right when they got the ball. Two, two timeouts. I haven't watched 13 seconds. Tam, when's the last time you, I didn't even watch that, rewatch it. I couldn't. Yeah. Didn't have the guts to do it. But anyway, so it's two timeouts. Why are you running that defense? You could run any possible thing at that particular point. You could have blitzed the quarterback. You could have played up more. Uh, you could have sent somebody on safety blitz late like a Micah Hyde. You uh, could have taken five holding penalties. For sure. And man, man, man the man hold. You have he, right? Yes, yes. So 13 seconds is like mind-numbing. It's, it's like... They're in the they're in the headset and he or right next to him for God's sakes on the sidelines, dude. Tell Leslie Frazier like we're not running this. We need to win this game because next week we can play for the Super Bowl. I mean, guys, last year at home, at home, <laughs> at home. This team, this team last year, when the season went on, many people thought that they were the best team in the NFL. There are still people. I had uh, I had um, many guests on my show. And they told me the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. You know, this was in what early in the playoffs, certainly division around or whatever the case may be. And people still say last year, great Super Bowl. Rams were awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Bengals were good. The Bills were the best team in the NFL. People say it all the time to me. And even with the two brutal losses in the regular season, Jacksonville, which was just a dud, but the Tennessee game more than that, even because if they had won that game, they would have been the number one seed. They would have, it would have, you know, they would have over overtaken everybody. If Allen doesn't slip at the one and Deion Dawkins doesn't get blown up, the Bills win that game. They have home field advantage. Who's to say they can't go to the Super Bowl? Guys, even with those losses, they still had an opportunity to host the AFC Championship game. It's yeah. on Sean McDermott, and that's why I did a video this week. Twenty twenty two is a big year for him. If they don't make the Super Bowl, I'm not going to blame him solely. Clearly, that wouldn't be fair. You're calling quits. You're calling fire McDermott if, if it's Super Bowl or bust, basically. No, no, I'm not in Super Bowl or bust mode either, guys. It's it, it because it's sports and it's too hard. The AFC is loaded. Six years, six years with win. the Bills. Well, or Josh Allen's what fifth year? But guys, we just talked about the '90 Bills. Sports are wild. Sports, you can you can have unbelievable teams that are on the cusp of a dynasty, and you only win one if you win one, if you win one. The Atlanta Braves were an amazing team. Guess what? They fell in the 90s with the Yankees dynasty. Okay, Andy Murray and, 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 uh, and Roddick, they're great tennis players. Oops, Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, wrong era. Ewing, Malone, Stockton, uh, uh, Reggie Miller, uh, Barkley, Clyde Drexler, on and oops, Michael Jordan, six NBA trophies, right? I mean... This stuff yeah. is so hard to win one. I'm not gonna. I'm not in Super Bowl or bus mode for a ton of reasons that I just mentioned, but I am concerned about McDermott when it comes to simple things and game management. And at the end of games, make the right fucking call. There is no reason whatsoever for that to happen with 13 seconds. None. I mean, zero. I Damn, damn, bro. If you're if you're gonna cuss, just let me know. Like, give me like the Yahtzee signal. I'll do this. Oh, like, I'm there we go. Thank no, you, brother. Swore, you swore, and I figured you guys. So I figured it was a part. I figured I wasn't gonna join the fraternity. Until you I can't came. fucking swear in this show. <laughs> we were going for a Disney fucking plus contract. There man. goes that. I, I am that. 
tally going here? That's seven F5. <laughs> Cheers, brother. That's awesome, guys. Cheers for all the viewers to it again. Literally says fuck on the flag in my behind me. We're about it. We're about it. If you use it correctly, Incredible. if you use it correctly in adverbs and all that fun stuff, yes, mm-hmm. it is appropriate. So I'm I'm a collector as well. So this is this is a the old school red helmet. Um, I love that helmet. I'm sorry. I'm I am a big fan too. of that helmet. I want them to do this for the throwbacks. You know. What? What? Oh my god. No, That'd be I, awesome. And so you've probably seen pictures of stuff. People have come out with them. Um, the 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 shitty part about this. Oh, sorry. The shitty part about this is Thurman Thomas signed it right here, but it was like bad ink or something, and it like it like went away. Invisible ink, got ya. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the hundred twenty-five bucks. <laughs> oh no, I, I interviewed him and got an autograph at West State. They opened up a computer store, and it was an actual really great black sharpie, which I got. It was the same sharpie with all the. I don't know what happened, but but I still have Andre Reed here. I got to get thermal back up here, <clears throat> and then this is Kelly, and that's Marv Levy. That's one of them. This one is pretty cool. This is um, this is Steve Tasker and Kyle Williams. I'm still adding to this one. Oh, nice. nice. Throwback. And I've been getting into, guys, I've been getting into these. Usually I'm a traditional guy. Like if you, you know, you tell me, oh, the Yankees. Oh, look at, you know, my, there's a Yankee hat. Little girl, isn't that cute? And I'm like, no, it, 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 their, their colors are, bl- are blue and gray. Now I have a daughter and I'm like, okay, I've changed a little bit. I've changed <laughs> I, different colors, man. I like these different speed helmets and all these different. This is a Thurman Thomas one right here. With the black, okay. That's like the one that I got. Yep. Then with I got the, our this boy. One here's my uh, Poyer and Hyde. Perfect. And this one. I love. That's a. Sweet. And here's Billy Shaw. Oh, nice. And do I have a couple more? I'll, I'll get uh, before we stop boring the fans here. I here. got Josh Allen with me. I don't know about you guys. Did you get that in person? You guys, you, this is this is. Hey, Josh, how's it going, brother? Oh, oh I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys can have all the stuff you want, but I've got I live with Josh Allen. Yeah, you're like this. You got the you guys sleep together too? We do. We do. I actually use it as a pillow sometimes when I'm on the couch. When I'm helmet get in trouble with whatever, but that's life. <laughs> this I love this one with the color mix and all that. I mean, this is uh this is a yeah, I like that one. Freddie Jackson, and then there's only two more. This one's Eric Molds, another one I really love with the blue. Oh, that- sh- yeah, I think I think that is yeah, that's it. Oh no, I I here we hang on last one. This is a cool one. One that great, great a couple of Hall of Fame balls. Um, and this one is signed by Andre Reed, Lama Lore, uh Marv Levy, uh Mark Kelso, and Bruce Smith. Nice. So yeah, just a couple helmets to show the, the fans that you know. I, I've been in the media industry for a long time, and I'm more objective than I am subjective. But I also uh, started as a fan like everybody else. And, um, you know, damn it all, I love the Buffalo Bills, man. Mike, well, I you, it's funny, you, funny you brought up uh, Reggie Jackson before. I thought I had this ball right near me, but I guess I do not. I have a Reggie Jackson autograph ball here. Yeah, he's a prick. <laughs> you know, I, I actually I want that. clarification on that. When you define somebody as a prick, what happened in that scenario where you can like you congratulations, you are now defined a prick. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you want verification? Here you go. This here I'm just doing this so I don't get fined. Fuck you. 
prick. <laughs> that a very good friend of mine from high school got best man in his wedding. This is pins. It says Michael Lindsley, pinstripepassion.com. And what I did was I decided to just chase Yankee legends. So on here is Mariano and Bernie and Tori and Boggs and all, you, you name it, right? Like Whitey Ford, Tino Martinez. If you can, uh, let's see right here. Got my, I have a shitty lamp in this thing, uh, in this room, but here he is. Right there, you can see Reggie Jackson, 44, Mr. October, okay? Mm-hmm. So Reggie signed the bat. It was un- it was an ungodly amount of money. Um, <clears throat> but I paid for it because I, I needed to get him. It's Reggie Jackson. So I get into the into the room. You know, it's like 95 degrees. He's on the phone, and his daughter, I think, was next to him. And he signs it, and I had the inscription card, and I handed it to him and handed it to his daughter because she was in charge. And he just signs it, Reggie Jackson, number 44. And I was like, no, like I want Mr. October on it. Like that's what I paid for. It was like another $30 to freaking get Mr. October written in it for, written on it for Christ's sake. So he's on Read the, the directions <laughs> phone and he's, he's talking to someone. He's like, yeah, I mean, come on, 600 grand. We talked about this, but he was closing a real estate deal. And then he goes like this. He goes, what? What he looks up at me, he goes, What do you want? And I'm thinking, Hey, dude, get off the phone and treat your fans right because they're all right. Stuck. Yeah, that's yeah. your brand, bro. That's your brand. You're gonna do that again, and people are gonna be like, I don't want a fucking autograph from this jerk off. Yeah, and B, you might be Mr. October, but you must really suck at closing deals, pal. If you're at a freaking autograph signing and you got to be on the phone still, close the deal, Mr. Salesman. But no, I'm right. So, so then I said, uh, Reggie, I'm sorry, yeah. but I agree, Mr. October, and he goes, Ugh! And he grabs a bat and he says, thank you. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> you are a God. That's, I mean, yeah, he's a dick. T- Tampany will probably like, just like, you know, hold the bat with like the middle finger and like photo with him in the background going, fuck you, Mr. October. <laughs> go, 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 go get $3,000 off a $600,000 house. You turd. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike. Are you superstitious? Uh, Do you do things when you watch games uh, that you'd like to share? Or or are you just little stitious? No, I I don't really buy into that guy. Uh, I've never really been into it. Um, You know, when I was when I was younger and and I was in grade school, I I, I might do some stupid, but it wasn't like major stuff. I mean, I, I have friends of mine who are, you know, they're psychos and they they do some wacky shit you know i got some buddies of mine who are yankee fans who um you know bills fans yankees sabers whatever they get and they're sitting you know if the yankees win a world series game they'll sit on the couch in the same exact spot and if the pillow that they had behind them isn't the sit like they'll they'll go get that other pillow i mean it's 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 like craziness you know they're trying to move it's only crazy if it doesn't work (laughs) i don't to it because i just don't believe in it fan is short for fanatic and i understand that but at the end of the day things are meant to be the way they're meant to be teams win because they're really really good teams lose because you know they lose um and that could be a regular season game that could be a playoff game where both teams are good one's better four Uh, super bowls four super bowls i mean it, it that's sports and i just don't subscribe to that stuff um I understand why fans do it. I understand, you know, when the two 
team Cubs won the World Series and all the people, oh, see, he was superstitious. I did this during all the games, and that's why. No, not really. You know what happened? You guys blew for 108 years, okay? And eventually, you you win a World Series based on the numbers, okay? You were there with the Billy Goat. You blew that. You sucked it up. You, you sucked, you know, 89,003. <laughs> up at freaking at Wrigley with the everything handed to you on a silver platter and uh you know Steve Bartman does his thing and then the Cubs blame Bartman you know it's like no 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 the Cubs were Sean McDermott on the field okay that's what the, if you knock on the damn door enough you're gonna win a title the Boston Red Sox fuck the Red Sox eight you know they have four times <laughs> they, they, for 86 years they couldn't they couldn't get through they couldn't get through the DiMaggio Yankees they couldn't get through Mantle they couldn't get through you know Babe Ruth was sold Without, without getting off topic, Mike, am I the only one that doesn't watch any other sports? If it has nothing to do with the Buffalo Bills, I don't give a shit about it. Well, well correction, yeah, sorry, University of Miami. I, I am a, a season ticket holder. Well, it used to be a wow. uh, diehard University of Miami fan. I was always a University of Miami fan. When I found, found out that Jim Kelly, growing up, went to University of Miami, I'm like, oh, my God, peaches. That's all I thought. Yeah. yeah. Down here, and it's not really. So I, I don't think it's interesting because I just think that, you know, if, if – it's meant to be. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And, um, you know, things happen for a reason. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping, <laughs> I'm really hoping guys in this short time that they have with elite teams that they win, Sorry. that they win a championship. <laughs> I want a Buffalo championship one way or the other so bad, you know, the cup or a Lombardi, um, What's your time limit? What's your time frame? What do you call you? You said you're not about the, the Super Bowl or bust, not this year. But what what at what point do you're like, no, fuck it, Super Bowl or bust? McDermott, I'm sorry. Is it the following year? Is it, it's coming up, right? It's coming very soon. Yeah. It's either this year or next year. I think it's this year. I mean, I understand why you say that. Um, because of the off season they had and, and the team, you know, the, the guys they brought into an already stacked roster and you got number 17 and you've got the coaches I mean, it really is all there. But I think this particular year, it's a little unfair to use Super Bowl or bust because, you know, Jets are a little bit better. Dolphins are a little bit better with Tyree Kill coming in. Uh, the Ravens aren't going away. The Steelers aren't going away. The Bengals are really good. Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones are in Oakland. Russell Wilson's a Bronco. It's loaded. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Chargers are, I think, going to be really, really good if Brandon Staley doesn't go for it every time on fourth and 80. Um, you know, but so, <laughs> but I think, I, in all honesty, I think this year maybe it's a little much. I think every season, guys, every season has its own life in sports. You know that. And I just think this year the Super Bowl or bust might be really difficult. Now, having said that, Tampa Neal, I will give you this. The Buffalo Bills' goal is to just get home field, right? Do whatever you can in the AFC home field because that place in January, I, I would put my money down to win two games. I would. Mike, them- did you go to the games? Did you go to the, the home games last year? I did not go. No. no. What do you like? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be pretty easy for them to get home field because I think that AFC West is going to beat the hell out of each other yeah. this year. They yeah. might. Yeah, they, they, they probably will beat each other up. But again, there's other teams too, right? I mean, you've got Absolutely. the Colts, you have the Titans. I mean, it's not it's not just the AFC West. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's all these other teams. And I live in Syracuse. Well, I live about 12 minutes north of Syracuse, Paradise. 
Let's talk 7-1 Sports. What's up, guys? Go Bills. Hi, Mike L. The guys, thanks for tuning in. Go ahead and hit those comments. We will read them out loud. If you want Mike Lindsley to read your comment out loud in a cool, different voice than a Mike Lindsley voice, go ahead and say, Mike Lindsley, do my voice. That's it. And then say whatever you got to say. <laughs> and Mike, Mike will come up and like, hey, guys, I'm Kermit the Frog. I mean, is anybody is anybody watching right now? Do we have – what do we have? Uh, right now we have 2 million viewers. Oh, 2 million. Wow. I, that's two. Yeah. That's sorry. I now it's 1.7 because you questioned it. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> games last year, man. And it's, you know, it's, it's circumstances, you know, are different. I mean, I'm married. I have a toddler. Um, you know, there's different things. Going on. And I gotta be you guys. I mean, I do like going maybe to one a year just to be there to, you know, just to soak in. Uh, go, go, Algate and all that. But honestly, guys, working in sports media, it's really, really hard going to a Bills game. I mean, you have to. If, so, just for my, for example, me, it's a two, two and a half hour drive. It's two and a half hour drive to Orchard Park, just under that. And you're parking, you're spending a ton of money. You leave, you have to leave it like, I mean, at the latest, you probably want to leave it like eight so you don't, you know, get stuck in crazy traffic. You park in the long. <laughs> at an abbot when you turn on it and you know then you tailgate for a little bit and kick off and but you miss everything around the nfl i mean you're missing all of the scores you're missing the red zone you're missing and the nfl is such an amazing tv sport and in person you can't really tell a lot of things that are going on at the stadium if you sit in the 200s behind the end zone you can't a yard marker if it's if it's third and three and there's a play in it and they're close did he get it you don't know on tv you know instantly and if you're on twitter and if you're doing different things and you want to see all the games and you're flipping back and forth between bills and red zone like myself and you want a four o'clock and you want it uh, the eight o'clock game eight twenty-five game whatever it is now it's just it's a it's a killer tv experience i like to attend a game or two if they make the postseason this upcoming year and my wife might not have a choice. I might, I, I might have to just go. You know, Mike, Mike, this is you, brother. This is you. You got to do a different voice. You got either your 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 choices. You got to read this out loud. But your choices are famous actor, famous cartoon. What was the other one, Tabaniel? No, you only um, two choices: famous actor, famous cartoon. Go, uh, Mike. Got to read it out loud. What do you mean? I have to read. Like a to- uh, yeah, different accent. Not Mike Lindsley's voice, but you got to do it. Like how you know how how would you picture this guy named Mike Runkle with a race car as a profile okay, photo? So I have to read what I have a baby. I'm just practicing. I have a baby what belly belly button. I have a belly button. I, yeah, that in like, a different voice. Yeah, I mean, like okay. I would just want to pet the bunny okay. rabbits, George. I've got the belly button. I don't know what Trevor Mike Lindsay would think Mike Runkle would sound like. I, I'm the one you and give it to you in the Skip Carey voice, the old Braves broadcast. Ready for there you this? Go. Right on. I um have a belly button. Whole family. Skip Carey was unbelievable, man. Here's Jim <laughs> with the two two, and he struck him out. That's it. At the end of four, you're listening. Yes. And at the end, he was the whole thing. You know, uh, 
Braves beat the Mets four to two. Your winning pitcher is Greg Maddox, and the loser is and he kind of pulled John Sterling or whatever, and then he'd go on, you know, uh, uh, four runs, seven hits, and no errors, and a couple of men left on base for Atlanta, and that's about it. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yes, it's kindergarten. It sounds like Marvin, Marvin the Martian. You guys remember that Marvin the Martian? Oh yeah. Hello, Earthlings. I am Marvin the Martian. I can't do it. My dad used to do that all the time growing up. It fucking annoyed the hell out of me. Legends, yeah. Uh, badass, brother. Badass. I will say, uh, I love going to games, but Mike, if you if you want the whole experience, I highly recommend getting a box. You can get all the games and everything while you're watching it. We, yep, yeah, we we've done that. Um, I did it uh, for the home game against the Bucks years ago. Um, mm. and and you're right, there is that opportunity, but again, you have a game on and they usually put the bills on the monitor. They don't put another game on. And even if they did put the game on, the volume's on low, and it's not red zone. <laughs> okay. Mm. I rarely, if the bills are on CBS or Fox, gentlemen, I very rarely go to the other game on Fox or CBS. I go into NFL Network, and now that I don't tweet during games, I only surf. I usually charge my phone during the first half. Then I do my halftime video and all that stuff. And uh, you know, I do my shirt rip before the games. Have you guys heard about the shirt rip? No, go on, please. Yes, tell us I mean, more. It'd be good for ratings. Come on, just go out and oh yeah, brother, slap it to a slim gym. I don't know, do some crazy shit. I gotta, I gotta run it by the. Uh, because what is happening right now? I have to uh, run it by the, uh, you know, the, the, the two bosses here, but I, I'm going to ask them if they want, yeah, they could take my videos. I mean, off my YouTube or whatever, but every single week um, I do what's called shirt rip Sunday. Now it's shirt rip go on. And I take, I work a trade deal out with a local company here in central New York and they give me all the t-shirts of the opposing team where bills close underneath tuck it in because if i rip it and do this you know something's gonna happen right somebody's gonna see something they don't want to see but the bills clothes are underneath the 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 opposing team is over it and i'm breaking down the game you know and previewing it and talking about keys and strategies and things that'll happen i give a prediction That's brilliant nice bro i like that i pick the bills every time and then i go you know it'll be something <laughs> we do too i'm gonna go bills 30 miami three five, Bomb, bomb, and then I play the Bill shout song and then I dance around a little bit and then I take it like this and I, you know, go up around my head and I just pull it down. And I start, you know, going nuts. If I can't get it all the way, I, you know, obviously it's down and I take my foot and I and rip and pull it up like this and chuck it and dance around with my Bill's helmets and my hats and all that. And that's then the next end, level shit, Mike. That's yeah, the next that level shit. Awesome. Yeah. I'll send you, you got go, go look at my YouTube channel and search it. And there's, there's a bunch of them from last year and, um, you know, I was hoping it would catch on a little bit more than than it has, but uh, you know, maybe this is the year because I'm I'm with the Built in Buffalo Network, and maybe a lot of people will pick them up and you know retweet or whatever the hell people have to do. But it's you know, it's just a segment I created, and and frankly, there there's a there's a reason behind it is that I uh, I tend to to rip shirts when um you know I'm having a couple drinks. So wow, <laughs> that, that's traditional. I want to party with Mike. Yeah, right, guys. We're all partying Mike's house. I left one on my buddy's mailbox. Um, you know, there's been a couple of shirts left in lawns. I mean, it's, you know, they're all over the place. But, Mike, Mike's been here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, Mike did it again. 
Skip Carey's been here. So I, you know, I, I just, um, <laughs> I've been have a lot more fun. I've been trying to develop the YouTube. I'm trying to get on Twitter a little bit less. Um, and, and, you know, the shirt rip, uh, Sunday is, is a cool thing. It's called shirt rip Monday, obviously, if it's Monday night football or it's, um, or it's Thursday, shirt rip Thursday, whatever day it is, I'll, uh, you know, I'll oblige and, uh, and make it roll, but I'll, um, you know, I'll send you guys some of those and I'll, I'll get them out and anybody wants to check it out and in, I'll, uh, I'll do it, man. I, I, it's, it's a fun segment and hopefully the company Cooperstown connection keeps sending me those shirts because if not, I got to figure out a new Avenue. In fact, I got to tell you guys, there have been, a- <laughs> it is Thursday shirt rip Thursdays, I can't- like time travel Tuesdays, but I don't have a doll. I don't have a dolphin shirt in my closet. I mean, they're all gone and ripped. They've been gone for a long time. Um, but I got to tell you, um, a, a few times, <laughs> times they didn't have the shirt and i didn't know it until like wednesday or thursday of that week and i didn't want to go on and get a sale shirt on rip it up rip it up bro just go ahead and rip it up do it do it come on change your shirt really quick no i'm not ripping anything tonight oh man that's why we wanted you on mike yeah well you know you'll get another time i'll send it to you in a uh you know i'll send it to you in a private private message okay private message. Well, make sure you copy all because i don't want my wife to be like why is some man sending you a message and stripping his shirt off <laughs> mike runs said he will buy you a new one you will yeah. buy you a new one mm. like well, I, no he's good for his word he's good he for his good word for i'm not ripping this this is this is one of my prize it's a twins 47 bill shirt it's so soft it looks comfy as hell bro it that was good amazing i just want you know you, you, it's one of those shirts want to lick you know it's just so comfy um but i get right. a, a couple times during shirt, shirt, uh, shirt sunday i, I don't like that shit <laughs> i gotten a shirt from the company because they didn't have them and i didn't know until late and i didn't want to pay the freaking fanatics overnight shipping bullshit and all the rest so guess what i went out to the dollar store and grabbed like a white t-shirt and then i'm the worst guys my handwriting is so awful I can't even begin to tell you. I have no skills, arts, and craft crafts. I'm terrible at handwriting. I'm awful. I'm not handy. I can't fix shit. Um, but I tell you, I gotta tell you, when it comes down to it, and I'm forced with the black shirt or the white shirt, I get that little marker out, and I can I can do a little kind of some generic ghetto <laughs> work, and then you know, Rip City, baby. You know that's how we work. Rip City, baby. Rip, rip, rip City. Okay, predictions. What are we going this season? Give me your give me your win loss column. So I hate doing this. I said this earlier, but I'll do it because you asked and we're having Thank you, Tampanil. <laughs> I like it. Um you know, I've been struggling between um I've been struggling between twelve and five and and thirteen and four. Um I think again, I don't want to go game win this one because too much can happen until training camp injuries all that stuff other teams factors blah, 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 all that stuff there's so many layers that makes it so hard i talk all to i'm hearing is 20 and oh go on mike so i would say <laughs> in toward and i've also leaned a little bit towards 11 and 6 as well just because of how difficult it could be and you could you can still win the division 11 6 but you probably don't get the home field advantage at that particular point i'm gonna go 12 and 5 because I think the Bills, and by the way, this 17-game schedule is horseshit. should be 16. Player safety, my ass. Um, so I think 12-5 and five is realistic because I look at games, you know, like I look at Rams and then I look at Chiefs and I look at 
uh, Packers at home, and then I look at Baltimore on the road. Tough game, right? Win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Go five and one against division. Beat a couple other teams you're supposed to beat, right? You should whitewash the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, Josh Allen should be literally stuffing his face with turkey, potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, and 59 Labatt blue lights by the time the third quarter rolls around. At the same time. Right. So they should murder the Lions. They should beat the Vikings. They should crush the Bears. They, you know, right? The Packer game at home win the whole game too. Who is our biggest competition right now? Our defense just got better with Von Miller. Our number one defense added Von Miller, and he's still playing lights out. I'll tell you, in, who in all is reality, our biggest in all, in all reality, I don't care what our record is during the regular season, as long as we go undefeated in the postseason. That's all that matters. Perfect game every single game, every yep. single postseason game. But you, all that but, matters. but you do though, because because the regular season gets you to the playoffs. Thanks, Ashira. And the regular season gets you the home field advantage. I mean, right? I mean, you. Oh, you, I know. I yeah. mean, my, my 17 and 0 prediction was going to, should get us home field advantage. If it biggest, doesn't, somebody, something else happened. Really weird. I mean, I, look, I think biggest competition. I, I mean, I, I, I look at. I, I guys, I know Tyree Kill's gone. I do, but Chiefs. Kelsey, it's still Andy Reid. Uh, they're up there. They're definitely, definitely up there. Um, you know, and, and I would I would tell you, too, I, I think I've been saying this for about two years, okay? There's a couple of teams in the NFL that have tremendous rosters, but they were missing, and in some cases still are missing, the quarterback. The Denver Broncos have been one of those teams. The Browns have mm-hmm. been one of those teams. Denver has had an elite roster, period. Mm-hmm. Great playmakers, suffocating defensive players. They've been well-coached. They're a terrific special teams club. Now they got Russell Wilson. And I know a lot of people wrote him off last year because of the whole thumb injury thing. But since when are you not allowed to have like a a, a minor injury if you're a Hall of Fame elite quarterback? You're calling him Hall of Fame? Guess he won a Super Bowl in his rookie year. Cool, we get it. Russell Wilson right now is a first battle Hall of Famer. Yeah. Really? Really? Absolutely. Look at the numbers. Look at the Super Bowl. Look at the playoff appearances. Look at the rushing yards. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, that's like saying, well, Josh Allen when he wins the Super Bowl this year, automatically puts him at a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. First ballot, I'm not sure about. I think that he eventually would get in. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm. Not, I'm going to disagree on that one. I. I just. I do not think Russell Wilson is Hall of Fame material. Yeah, great. You had a good team. Definitely Hall of Fame material. Uh, I mean, uh, first bell is not easy, football? and it shouldn't be. Do you watch football? Of course, he's all. What I mean, what what did you just wake up from like a nap in the cave, pal? I mean, come on. This, <laughs> this is you know. I mean, my guess. Does he play for the Buffalo Bills? I don't fucking know about him. I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> don't care. It's Buffalo Bills or bust. Simple I as that. I do want to say something though to that comment about Allen. If he won a Super Bowl, you know, oh, that's like saying he would elevate to first. And I was like, "Yo, yeah, I said that to you know get your guys' rocks off." But he would be I on. With Mike here. He would be on the trajectory. In other words, he wouldn't be Mark Rippon, you know, winning a Super Bowl for the for, for the Redskins at the time. Oops, sorry, did I say that? Oh, cancel me. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't be Doug Williams. He Hashtag Dan Snyder. <laughs> Cleveland Guardians. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be 
Trent Dilfer. He wouldn't be Brad Johnson. He'd be Josh Allen with a ring, multiple appearances, and he'd still be trending up into, I think, a possible Canton, uh, Canton spot. Russell Wilson's been in the league now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Okay. He has 37,000 plus passing yards. He has eight more touchdowns to go. He's going to have 300 touchdowns. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Okay. He is a dynamic, dynamic running, running quarterback. Okay. AFC West is going to be disgusting. I know. I'm just, I'm just pushing buttons. That's what fucking Epic B does. Well, push buttons. You don't need to push it down far. Just tap it because Russell Wilson is elite. So finish him. I think it's probably uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Nice. Um, Probably, it's probably, uh, you know, Denver. I, I would probably say Chiefs, Denver, and. I think Chiefs has the upper leg over. Or they they, they, they got to be close. They got it. They're going to go even. They're going to go even on the series. Yeah, yeah. So I. Well, here's here's one for you. I'm going to throw out then, Mike. Yeah. Indianapolis. Sure, but the difference there is you've got an aged Matt Matt Ryan. That's see, I don't put the clubs because he's down a notch at the most important position in the NFL and the most important position in team sports, the quarterback position. He threw four thousand yards last year. You could throw 4,000 yards in today's NFL, for Christ's sake, Tampa Neal. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I could. You think I could, really? If I'm, if, if we're at wide receiver. Uh, All right, there we go. Listen, guys. Tam, Tam, you don't know what Tampa Neal is going to do after the show. He's just going to just, like, I can't believe he uh, he told me that I could throw. No, sorry, that's fucked up. Those, uh, those jet skis like the lightning players, you know, after they win the cup and they start. Hell yeah. Water. Listen. Listen, 5,000 yards today used to be 4,000 back in the day. 4,000 today used to be 3,000 back in the day. The rules are all about the quarterback. You can't hit anybody anymore. You can't. I mean, you breathe on somebody, they call a 50-yard penalty. <clears throat> oh, you know what? Speaking of which, let me, guys, I got I to gotta show you this. We, we we were talking about this on uh, with Mark Maddox last, uh, last episode, and he sent me the video of him literally murdering, 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 murdering Drew Bledsoe. I just oh, have, yeah. I have to share this. I, I have to share this. Hold on a second here. Mark Maddox. Just do one of these numbers. Like I would say that I, I agree with what Mike put up there. Matt Ryan has had one target his entire career. I would rather see Matt Ryan than Russell Wilson. For sure. For sure. And he can't really move like Russell Wilson. And by the way, no, not at all. Really quick, 20 seconds on Matt Ryan. He's a really good guy, right? Went to Boston College. I mean mm-hmm. he's I root for him in class act. You know, that 28-3 to three blown lead. I mean, you talk about how hard it is to win in sports. If his head coach just runs the football after Julio Jones catches the sideline pass, come on. You know, they win the Super Bowl and the Patriots don't come back. Matt Ryan, what are we saying about Matt Ryan right now if he has that championship, guys, with all of his other accolades, with all of his other yards? Come on. We Mike, well, Mike, hold on, guys. Listen. Watch this. Mark Maddox, everybody. That was a fly. You're getting kicked out of today's. I I just got to. Oh, I just got to. Oh, I mean, you get. Oh, 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 
that's a nice video. Whoever made that video, that's cool, bro. <laughs> Mark Maddox. I saw Drew Bledsoe's first game in 1993 in Buffalo when he was quarterbacking the Patriots. And Drew Bledsoe does follow the verified Mike Lindsley. What? I tried to get him on the show. We were tweet messaging back and forth, shot me an email. I went to go reply. I accidentally swipe message and deleted. And now I can't get a hold of him. He runs a winery out in Washington. Yeah, he, he has actually really good wine, too. Yeah, and he almost, you guys know, I mean, he almost, with that Mo Lewis hit that changed the course of NFL history, um, Yeah, he, he, I mean, he he almost died. It, I don't know how big of a, re, like, readers you guys are. I'm, I'm a vociferous reader. Um, I read a book a day, uh, a book a week. I, really? Yeah, I do. I, I, read, I read I read a a, uh, a book a week, a different book. Uh, I find something, and I just, the I, last book I read was Extreme Ownership by Jocko Williams. I've heard that. read great fucking book yeah yeah but but read read jeff benedict i've had him on a few times too he co-authored the tiger woods bio with armin katayan but also wrote the book dynasty on the patriots and in there is just the whole description of the blood so thing man when he got hit in the whole oh baby it is it's intense man drew drew is a good guy I, I hope to get him on very soon i had rick meyer on he follows me on twitter as well and i said dude rick you run a winery get drew on for me and you know it didn't uh hasn't happened yet <laughs> I'm going to keep grinding, damn it, because it took me it took me 13 years, uh, 12 years, thir- 13 years, 13 years to get Cal Ripken on, and I got him. That's badass, that's, brother. That's that bad, is so badass. cool. But, you know, we're, we're, uh, we want to get, like, Josh Allen on the show. He's <laughs> just like, we're drinking with Josh Allen, but no, probably won't happen, especially since I uh, ran into Isaiah McKenzie. Like, dude, the guy's so drunk, and he was hilarious. He told Michael Vick that, oh, yeah, cool. You know, my wife doesn't like you, but the whole dog thing, you know? Oh, by the way, I don't <laughs> like you either. But you're cool on the field. And I said to Michael Vick when I was really wasted. Yeah. Um, there is a Twitter. So so this some some guy. Uh, I'm going to say Mike Runkle because it's at Mike Runkle. Uh, he started a Twitter feed where he is going to go every single day to get Steve Tasker on the show. So I hope we can make that happen. Thank you, brother. <laughs> way, to go, um, way to go, Mike. That That's how you become a listener. Uh, Mike, bro. Fi- Real quick. Eight eight playoff appearances for Russell Wilson, 3,700 plus yards, 25 touchdowns. But it has, he had a perfect game though. A perfect game. Like Josh Allen did against the division rival. Uh, Just that alone is going to get Josh Allen first ballot hall of fame. Russell Wilson is just like, uh, I've done enough to be first ballot. I'm telling you his yards, his numbers. I mean, here, couple i mean he went no he, no no stats we're not looking we're not you can't google this shit up i'm not googling my hands are free man 40 <laughs> he was 40 and 60 once uh, yeah, it's not a perfect game but again Allen was amazing in the postseason last year and his head coach cost him a chance at a super bowl so think about that sleep on that one tonight Bill. yeah okay. josh, josh allen in kansas city was on freaking believable against the Patriots. He was flawless. Sean McDermott cost him a chance at a Super Bowl. I swear to God. Fatality. I swear to God, if he costs him again, if, if it happens where Dan, like the Dan Quinn, Matt Ryan thing we just talked about, 
I just, you know, Josh. So, you know, so all I'm hearing it, it's Super Bowl or bust. It's Super Bowl or bust. Not because it. because if he fucks up again, you're gonna be like, done. You're gone. That I'm, means it's Super Bowl or bust. Well, you I'm want sorry. a Super Bowl right now. I'm sorry. Are we married? You're putting words in my mouth. I, 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 you have to, bro. You have to. Are you married? Thank you, brother. Way to make it awkward. <laughs> Let's spin one on you guys. Yes. I got to get out of here soon. It's already 10.02. I know. Dude, time flies, bro. We just time traveled this whole hour. Way past my bedtime now. Way past my bedtime. I could do this forever. Um, I got a little bit of work to do, so I got to get out of here. But um, I, I want to ask, are you guys worried about the Poyer situation? No. No. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Uh, and people who followed Rachel Bush... Don't worry, his, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, his wife is making noises, he, not him. He, he, yeah, it's seriously, he's he's got he's getting up there in age. Age, we revitalized his, his career just like we revitalized Micah Hyde's career. Um, there's just a lot of outside noise that we just don't even pay fucking attention to. Buffalo knows what they're doing, Brandon Bean knows exactly what he's doing, he does. I, I I'm I'm in love with this man. The, the, the only only GM. Look, look, do do market research. The only GM in a like national lampoon, like the whole like setup with with a little scotch glass going Merry Christmas. That is our <laughs> GM. Has there been any other GM that does shit like that? No. He's outstanding. I love him, um, guys. This has been really incredible um I'd, I'd love to come back on and absolutely brother thank you i'm gonna keep pushing you know everything that you guys do i'm a huge fan of the show appreciate it bro i've been at that this thing for a while you guys keep it real you're educated um, you're conversational you're fun you swear um you know there's a lot going so just really good and, and and i do throw a tip of the cap to you and everybody else who puts on their podcast show, which implements the video on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. it's a lot of work, man. I, I was, I went down that road a little bit, you know, find the stream here. Maybe I do this. Maybe I do that. The video is a pain in the ass. I can't even tell you I'm an old school radio. Okay. At heart. And the most annoying thing ever is when you're listening, you could be watching. What are you doing when you're watching a show? You're also listening. Right. And I've always been an audio guy first, and I can't tell you how many shows I hear where it's, oh, did we lose them? And you know what they used to say back in the day? That's bad radio. So I just don't give a shit about the video space as far as my podcast goes, and that's why I do all those little snippet videos, and I carry my YouTube channel. I do different things. I stream live. I go you know, on, on all the channels. And so I try to mix that video portion into it and, and blend it together. But I give you guys a lot of props because you've got a great intro. You've got awesome graphics. Um, you know, you do the video and audio thing. You work well together. And uh, I, I really am rooting for you guys. I mean that. Thank I you, mean, brother. That means a lot for coming from Mark. Yeah, absolutely. Got it. Now, all you got to do now is just share your uh, inside secret on how you got the little blue check mark on Twitter. But well, that's another episode. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can do it now for <laughs> I used to work for Cumulus Media in Syracuse. And uh, four states, 93 Top, top 40, 95X and alternative station, the Super 12 my sport, which does classic rock. And they were going through this huge push for social media. And 
they took your account and they connected with people uh, in at, at Twitter um, through corporate in Atlanta, Cumulus Media, Cumulus, as in Cumulus the Cloud, in Atlanta. And they basically connected with Twitter and they took the people who used everything the most in this. It was most of the hosts. And basically Twitter looked at your account. They, you know, it was podcasting was starting to get uploaded and all this sort of thing, plus tweeting and all that. And they verified you off of the corporate radio relationship. And that's how I got verified. Nice, nice brother. Awesome. Awesome, man. You're a cool dude. I hope we can like run into each other one of these days. If you ever decide to get fancy and come on out to a, to a game, whether home or away, reach out to us. Cause we are going to hang out with you and we're going to put you through a table brother while you rip your shirt off at the same while time. While you rip your shirt and off. Yes. Won't put me through a table. I love your logo. <laughs> I love that Buffalo dude. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have shirts. I, I would I would wear one. I'd wrap one. We get, we'll get you some t-shirts shirts and some koozies, brother. Coming up your way. Where, where yeah. do you live? Where, where, where do you live right now? I'm 12 minutes. You have great listening skills. I'm 12 minutes north of central New York, uh, Syracuse. So I'm- There we go. I'm sorry. I have terrible listening skills. I- Fine. Well, yeah, listen, 15 it's, it's 10 o'clock. I've been up uh, since 4 in the morning. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. This is like probably my... Uh, Rest of my vodka, but uh, Mike, uh, here we go. Where can we stalk you, brother? Final thoughts. Don't go anywhere. We're going to say bye to everybody, but where can we stalk Mike Lindsley? Listen, man, download and subscribe to the podcast, uh, Pandemonium Podcast on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network and the ML Sports Platter as well. Um, you can hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. My YouTube is Mike L Sports. And, you know, go searching, man. Go to pinstripepassion.com. See, you know, listen to my interviews with Bob Shepard, Pete Rose, Thurman Thomas, Jim Kelly, Andre Dawson, Pedro Martinez, on and on. Baseball Hall of Fame. Nice, bro. Um, so hit me up on all those channels. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty accessible. I, I respond to fans now if they're if good, if they're in uh, a decent mood. If you troll me, I, I don't respond to you anymore. I, I'm done with that. Um, I'm done with the garbage and negativity. Um I, I'm here for good dialogue. I'm here for good sports fans. And um, if you rip me on a take and I was wrong, I'll tell you why I was wrong. I'll admit it. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's where you can get me. And I just, I really enjoyed this, guys. And like I said, I'm a big fan. I'd love to come back. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Get me a breaking table. Some, some Absolutely, room. man. I we, we've, it's, it's coming your way. We'll, we'll, we'll don't yeah, go we'll anywhere. Sure we'll, we'll, we'll talk uh, after we hit the end broadcast button. Uh, but it's been an absolute pleasure. We just time traveled a whole 67 minutes. Tam and Neil, brother, where can we find breaking tables? We can find us every Monday and Thursday right here in the Built in Buffalo Network at our normal time of 8 o'clock. We can catch us live on YouTube, Facebook yeah, Live. We're going back to 8 o'clock. It's too late for us. Yeah, way too late. It's way past my bedtime. And, um, yeah, YouTube, Twitter, catch us live tomorrow morning when you're driving into work. Make sure you pull us up wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Get us up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Pod, wherever you listen to your favorite one. Pull it, turn it on while you're listening or while you're stuck in traffic. On, I'm sure be stuck in traffic all the time on 995. Driving uh, a mile. Uh, driving a mile. Driving, driving a mile. Yes, exactly. So pull us up because morning radio show, shows. Yeah, morning radio shows suck, and our show will make you happy in the morning. No, if you're making dinner, dude, you know you can just pull us. You can just be like, hey Alexa, play Breaking Tables podcast. Well, and she'll play ooh, it. Do you hear that? You hear? It? She'll play it. 
Very nice. Alexa, Alexa quiet. So. <laughs> You're oh, wow. Fun times, guys. It is Thursday night. I hope we all have a great weekend. Friday is tomorrow. Uh, you know, Thursday's the new Fridays here on the Bill and Buffalo Network. I want to thank our guest, Mike, for hopping on, bro. Uh, I know you're a very busy man and great, great conversations we just had. Cannot wait to meet you in person. Tampa Neal, your internet was awesome tonight. So everybody, let's give let's give Tampa Neal a fucking round of applause because how often that happens. I'm joking. It's cool. Um, ladies and gents, we'll see you Monday night with bills backers detroit so we can talk about thanksgiving in detroit hope we don't get shots we'll see you guys enjoy your weekend well this is my my wife's birthday too it's your wife's birthday nice (laughs) bye guys we love you all very much mike Lindsay, everybody Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money.